Hi friend, do you ever need to create marketing materials easily? Whether you need to make flyers or artwork for your blog, your podcast, or any number of different things, check out Canva. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. I've been using the free version of Canva for many, many years, and I recently upgraded to the pro version, and it's awesome. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva to learn more. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is Broad Strokes. Broad Strokes. We're just going to be talking in generalities today in uh, the big picture in the broad strokes. Why? Because I'm not particularly detail-oriented most of the time. There are times when I am, you know, for sure. There are things that I have to be detail-oriented about to a degree. And uh, I guess that is what kind of prompted my wanting to do this topic today. Because yesterday... I was doing some paperwork for a file for a real estate transaction and uh kind of in a hurry and I ordered a home inspection report and I ordered it from the wrong company because I did not go back over and read the purchase agreement for which company I thought I remembered it and so I went for it and it turned out that it was the wrong company. So I had to order another one, another 120 bucks, whoop, right down the drain. I was pretty frustrated about that. But, you know, could have been worse. But details. So there are people, I believe, who are more naturally detail-oriented and people who are more generally big-picture-oriented. And... Those can be pretty complementary skills, right? If you are the big picture oriented person, then it can be pretty handy to have a detail oriented person perhaps on your team, right? Or in your life. For Elena and I, it's definitely good that we have complementary skills. She's good at things that I'm horrible at, in details around the, the household budget, you know? Um, keeping track of things just managing and running a household like I'm not that good at it those kind of details are not my specialties so it works that she does have that but then there's things that I can do that she is not as well suited for so some of the bigger entrepreneurial business type things are the things that I'm better at so putting together real estate deals building side projects and hustles and whatnot that make us money. So that's kind of my more my specialty. And so we make a good team. So do you have people in your life or a person in your life who can kind of counterbalance your strengths and weaknesses? If not, do you know what your strengths and weaknesses are? There are lots of different tests or quizzes, personality tests and whatnot, 
that can really help you get a clearer picture. I recently did an interview with a longtime friend of mine, Clinton Young, and he's got, um, he is a flow um, certified guy. He's got a really cool personality test that is uh, around flow. And so it's really neat because you can get a good sense of your natural strengths if you're not already aware. And even if you are, it's a, it's a nice way to get even more clear on what your strengths are and how you can tune into those for more flow and happiness and fulfillment in your life. Because I think it's one thing to know what our strengths are. It's another thing to see how those can play out into our purpose, our greater purpose. And, and I think for most of us, if we're more, the more on purpose we are, the more fulfilled we feel. Because we're living in our highest potential of ourselves. So with that said... Um, the broad strokes, yeah. So last night, something I was kind of reflecting on life and podcasting and whatnot, and I was realizing, and my throat was worked. My throat was so tired and raw last night. I, you know, talk all day, and uh, and I was thinking about how when I'm podcasting. I feel like I talk a lot, like nonstop, not when I'm doing an interview because then I have somebody else to ask questions to and then they talk. But when I'm just doing these solo podcasts, I feel like I have to fill up the space to keep you interested, right? Because if I stop talking, you're going to think I disappear <laughs> or like, you know, what happened? Where'd you go? Why'd the show stop? And I don't know that in real life I talk that much. I guess this kind of part of it is like, can I take breaths? Will they? Will my listeners still keep listening if I stop to breathe every once in a while? Probably, probably. So, um, so yeah, I was just I was cracking up last night thinking about the absurdity of like how I'm trying to keep talking the whole time so that way you can stay really fascinated with what I'm saying even if it's totally unimportant because I'm just keeping my voice going. It's like yeah. I don't know. I don't think that that's a good pace to always have to try to maintain. And it's self-imposed, right? And nobody told me like, hey, take some breaths, man. Or no, keep talking more. You got to keep going. Otherwise, we're going to get bored. But there is kind of that um, precedent in radio, for example, right? They got to fill all the airtime because if they don't, people tune out. And I think that's, I think that's an interesting point to touch on because that is kind of, what I'm um, almost pitting myself against in a sense, right? Like I've got these long monotribes, diatribes, whichever one, by myself, talking to myself, monologues about whatever. And in pop culture, in social media, in the, in the, on the radio, it's like you got to cram it all in super fast because you only have somebody's attention for 0.2 seconds. And if you don't like totally blow them away, then they're going to flip to the next station. And everything's so fast. You got to keep moving. You got to keep flipping. You got to scroll right, scroll left, scroll up, whatever. And, you know, emoji, 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 and then to the next one and blah, 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 blah. And it's like so insane. 
insane. Last night I was watching. There's this cool show, the series on Netflix, Maniac, with uh, Jonas Hill. Really, really good. It's not for everybody, that's for sure. It's uh, a little different, a little out there, but I really like it. And um, you know, staying up, I was pretty tired. My throat, like I said, was worked. My eyes were worked. I was just feeling overall tired and beat up. Um, too tired to do anything. Well, I had already done a bunch of paperwork, so that didn't help either. And uh, so I was tired, you know, too tired to do anything super productive. I just needed to actually chill, which I don't need to do too, too often. And um, I was watching Maniac because Elena had already fallen asleep. And then at a certain point, I was even too tired. I couldn't even keep my eyes open for that. And I was like, okay, I should go to bed. So I turned it off. About to go to bed, but I was like, you know, I'm on this Instagram thing. I'm really trying to make an effort to promote it more and it'd be more active there. And so I just checked in real quick. Well, before I know it, I'm down a rabbit hole of Instagram looking at photos for I don't know how long. And uh, at a certain point, I realized, like, I'm barely even looking at the photos. I'm just scrolling through super fast to look for something that's going to catch my eye that I want to look at for longer than a point two seconds. And it's like, man what am I looking for? What is, you know, I'm looking for some kind of fulfillment. I'm tired. I'm half asleep, but I'm zombie mode, just scrolling through this thing that's going to trigger something. And it's, um, so surface on, on us in a sense, right? It's so unconscious at that point. I'm just, the monkey mind is just on autopilot. I was in a flow of sorts, right? I was like in the zone. Was it a positive or good zone productive? No, it was completely aimless. And like whatever I bumped into that caught my lizard brain would be the one that won at the moment, which was usually something that would appeal to base senses, right? Like either um, some hot girl or some buff dude. Why do I have buff dudes in my feed all the time? Well, glad you asked that, friend. Because, you know, I'm on the six-pack ab quest and uh, always trying to improve those bad boys. And um, so I follow all these dudes doing workouts now and it's pretty cool actually because it's given me a lot of insights into exercises that I can do at home which is huge for me I don't like going to the gym I don't particularly like lifting weights and so these are all like just body weight exercises that these guys are doing so I see see that and then or I see um jiu-jitsu fighting type stuff and that's I think mostly what I was looking for around that time was just like some cool jiu-jitsu stuff but it's just like but it wasn't, I wasn't focused on that. If I'd been focused on that and intentional, I could have just gone and looked up cool jujitsu stuff. But instead, I was like hoping to like happen upon it. And so I was like meandering through the world of Instagram, wasting time. And when I'm on the podcast, when I'm doing the podcast episodes, you know, it's like I realized you could be spending your time doing anything, anything practically, right? But you're here with me, which I really appreciate. And so I'm always wanting to make that worth your while. I want to provide value so that you feel like it was worthwhile, right? And so I'm often thinking like, okay, well, what is it that I can say? What experience can I share that's going to provide the most value to to people? And so that idea of like, well, I got to, you know, keep pumping out the information. I got to keep saying things, saying faster, say, keep moving, keep talking, whatever you say, don't stop talking. Even if you're saying garbage and it's like, no, 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 no. Back up, back up, slow down. I'm not going to just meander through my own podcast half asleep to 
hopefully bump into something that makes sense, although sometimes that is what I do. But I also am intentional about about that. That is my intention. Whether I'm always fully aware of it or not, I do it enough and practice it enough that it is part of my automated habit here is that, okay, I get in my car, I plug in my microphone, I set my intention for the podcast, boom, and I go for it. So I have that as part of the routine. It's built into the process. And do I always hit it? Probably not, right? You know, I'm not always crushing every episode. Some of them are probably better than others. But then then again, even those ones that I think suck, maybe somebody says, ah, that's exactly what I needed to hear right now. There's that synchronicity, right? Because if somebody, because if I'm feeling like that, like, oh, this was not my best episode, um, you know, I didn't say anything useful, somebody else may feel that exact same way at that moment, right? Oh, I feel completely uninspired and, like, unproductive and whatnot, and then they listen to me being the same. They're like, ah, see, Winston feels that way too. And that's kind of a big part of the podcast is that sense of I'm not alone. Somebody else is going through this too, and I think there's a lot of value in that. So, broad strokes. So I've got the Find Your Flow book series, right? And that's important. And that is my contribution to people who are wanting to share their flow stories with people who want to read about flow stories and be inspired and experience more of their own flow stories. And it all started with, um, well, it all started with an epiphany back in the desert in 1999 but that's not where i was going but i have one big one book that is like the find your flow book that i want to publish that i've been working on for 18 plus years now and now that it's like i'm recording this in the 18 no in the 1800s in nine what the heck year 20 2018 thank you i'm in 2018 right now and be here winston be grounded in the now of 2018 and very close to 2019, it's so I got this book that's been in the works for, like I said, 18 years. I've published other books, but this is one is like the, the main one in a sense, right? The one that kind of explains it all and brings it all home and lays out the whole thing. And I haven't worked on it in probably a year or two, to be honest because I've been working on all these other things. Like I want to publish this book, but I want it to be like the one that kind of brings this whole thing to the world. You know, like I haven't really ever fully promoted find your flow. Cause I feel like there's so much in the back end and all these things that I'm trying to get dialed in before I do, because I feel like once it hits mainstream, it's going to happen fast, right? I got to have certain things in place because if I'm trying to do it once I get all that attention, I'm already behind the eight ball, right? I got to have certain things in place before I hit that domino that knocks down all the other dominoes because if I didn't build out all the other dominoes first, then it's just going to stop short and I've just wasted my opportunity, right? And I know this from experience with different things I've seen how and if you look at you know any kind of um one hit wonder right that is um sometimes artists or bands who didn't have that backup album ready to go in the works you know or um that next hit and you know it's just there's probably a lot of other factors with just the industry and and you know the uh their labels and who knows right but 
for me, this day and age with the way technology is and the the opportunity to promote myself as an artist and my music and uh, publish these things, I know that, okay, could I hustle and get a song to hit the charts? I believe I can. Okay, great. But then what? Now everybody's looking at me. Everybody's wanting to know what I have next. If I know something next, then they're going to forget about me. And then trying to come back later, it's like, oh, yeah, that guy was washed up or has been or trying, you know, too late kind of thing. It's a lot harder the second time around, I believe. Or maybe that's a false belief. Maybe that's a dis, uh, disempowering belief. But from what I look at, I would guess that it'd be easier to maintain the momentum once it's been built. Okay, I think that's a fair, fair way to uh, break it down. So that's what I'm doing with Find a Flow. And that book, so it's like, well, do I wait then? Do I try to publish it in 2019? Or do I hold out for 2020? That's a cool year. could be the big year, the big year that all sorts of things shift. We're already in a shift, I feel, like our society and culture and mindset is a species that's been shifting over the years for the better. Sure, there's lots of junk out there and stuff we see that's like, what the heck? Really, humans? Really, we're still doing this or that? But overall, I think uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on, too. It's maybe not promoted as heavily. That doesn't sell newspapers. That doesn't sell ads. But I think there's still some pretty cool stuff going on. So, and that's part of what I want to promote, right, is all the positive stuff that we're doing as a species here with planet Earth and whatnot. And so that's kind of uh, somewhere in the mix. I recently promoted the Finder Flow Book Club to my company, our company that I work for, about 15 of us, 12 of us. That was really exciting. Went over pretty well, I think, as well received. So that was cool. And um, what else? Holidays are upon us. The time of this recording, they're coming up here quick. So got some DJ gigs lined up. One this weekend, one the following weekend. Good times, good times. So, oh, man. Yeah, so it's also the Level 3 Records 15-year anniversary. So this is my first, like, official business that I registered and got checking account for and really, you know, promoted and, and worked in for 15 years. It's my DJ business, and uh, it's a record label. I haven't published much music with it. I, I have published a good amount, but nothing like into the main distribution channels. So it's always been pretty underground. And really, I ended up a lot of time focusing much more on producing events because that's where my passion, part of my passion is, is, you know, was in producing these live events, club nights, and whatnot. And um, I've used the word whatnot more times today than I've used in probably last years and whatnot. So um, publishing, producing events, electronic music, dance events, that sort of thing. And it's been 15 years, friend, 15 years. It's crazy. So I wanted to do a cool music video to commemorate it. And I need to get on it because that's coming up in like a week now. Shoot, week and a half probably. So that's on the very short horizon frame. And then the next month, Elena and I have our 15-year wedding anniversary. 
So that's coming up quick too. So I got to figure out something awesome for that. I already kind of got some ideas. Yeah, yeah, I got some ideas. So that's where I'm at, friends. That's the broad strokes. Nothing too crazy, but kind of a lot of things at the same time and trying to keep it all in perspective and not get overworked or overwhelmed by any of it. And I'm good right now. Pretty good, I got to say. Overall, things are pretty awesome. My son's two-year birthday today. Oh, yeah, we did his birthday party a couple of days ago, so that was um, when we celebrated. But then today was his actual birthday. Such a little munchkin. I love him. He's whiny sometimes, as kids, youngins are. I don't do well with the whining, friends. I'll be honest. It's pretty rough for me sometimes, that whininess. Like, it's, you can't logic these little guys, you know? You can't, like, reason with them at all. Like, hey, guy, you threw that toy that you want away over there. Go get it. Don't don't throw it and then be mad that it's over there. It doesn't make any sense. They don't care. They don't care. They'll just still cry and throw a fit about it. Whatever. I'm not bitter. I'm appreciative, right? I mean, I get anxious and, like, Spazzy and freaking my body like tenses up when I hear that sound and then I have to like consciously calm myself down like hey just be glad he's here just appreciate him he's healthy he's not happy in this particular moment but that's okay it'll pass right and that helps sometimes and then I move on as best I can right okay so it's been real friends it's been really real and awesome and broad and we went all over the place today, and that was kind of the idea, I think, right? Figured out my Christmas light timer, finally, after like a week and a half with those up. Crushing life. Crushing it. Automation. I love it. I come home, now the Christmas lights are on, and then they actually go off at a decent hour instead of running all night and burning coal through the night, you know, destroying the environment, all that stuff. It's okay, though. It's not okay. It's not okay to destroy the environment. That's not what I meant. It's okay that I finally got it figured out. Now it's automated. Automatic. Leverage technology to do my bidding. Okay. Okay, friend. It's been real. Thank you. I appreciate you. Go on and crush it on a broad spectrum of things and broad strokes. And until next time, be flowing. Well, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you have a story that you would like to share with other flowers? Maybe you'd like to put it in a book. Well, go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club and learn how you can publish your own book or become a published author in the Find Your Flow book series. Simply go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club, all one word, and be sure to join the free Facebook group while you're at it. Thanks, friend. And until next time, be flowing.